Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This week, we're discussing the pros and cons of taking your kids out of school for vacation. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're watching The Trip. The Trip, episode 27, for the week of August 19th, 2015. The Trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's show about a little something we all love called vacation. I'm Jenny Lynn. And I'm Teresa. There I am. <laughs> and back in the nook, we've got, who is that? I think Dustin hey. West. I'm here. That guy. Our producer. What's going on? We're here. Everybody's back in town. We are because we're all gearing up for the school year, which brings about our topic for today. It's a little bit controversial. It is. I was surprised. Yeah, a little bit controversial. Yeah. People have very strong feelings one way or the other on this topic. We're going to be talking about whether or not you should take your kids out of school for your upcoming vacation. Yeah. And that makes me think I have an issue. And I think you've got an issue, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things that make Dustin happy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I nailed that one. <laughs> Cut it's you off. It's back to school time already. I know. Monday, right? Yeah. Monday for They're your kids. Starting Monday back for up again. A lot of people have already gone back. Oh. I've seen all the little pictures on Facebook. When the tiny little children are going back to school. Do you they miss all have their, their first day of school outfits. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and oh gosh. Back in the day when I was on top of things, uh, which I am not oh, please. anymore. So we have orientation tomorrow night for six. Not sixth grade, good lord. Eighth grade for eight. Stella. Count to eight. Eight for Stella and Miller, right? Oh, yep, for Miller as well. Margo's going into tenth, and Ellie is going to be ruling the school in fifth grade. Oh my god, yeah, I remember those days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Grace is off in her own little collegiate world. I don't know where she's at. She's she, just <laughs> she's just taking classes. I don't care. Yeah. Powering through those. Anyway. I remember. I remember being in fifth grade. You're on top of the world, and then you get to sixth grade, and you're just the and bottom of the barrel. And they beat the crap out yeah. of you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, back to love. Remember that? The she better. She better enjoy this year while she has it. I remember telling Stella that. Enjoy it, honey. Well, you said you had an issue. That's my issue. I don't have any. I'm not ready for school. <laughs> not either. I've got to leave here, and we've got to go shopping for clothes and the crayons. You know, Crayon, no, no crayons anymore. Sharp pencils and the Dull backpack. Got to have the the right backpack. And I have to tell you, my issue is, you know, we we just got back from a trip to yeah. California. So coming back from the trip so close to when school starts, I'm in a complete tizzy. I've got three kids. I don't know where they're going or what they're doing. I, I think we have orientations. I have no idea. They might have. They were probably supposed to read school books over the summer. Okay. I don't know what Here's they are. Here's what I like about you. We're sitting here talking before the show, and we're talking about what grades our kids are going to. She had to text her child to see if, what grade she was going into. I think it's fifth grade. I'm not sure. I'm so out of it from going on these trips. I come, Yeah, I came back, and I was. Yeah. I was like, well, Margo's going in 10th. Miller's going into 8th. And wait a minute. What grade is Ellie going into? 
I don't I, know. <laughs> I better ask my children. Well, great. <laughs> yeah. The whole time we were gone, because we just got back from Nova Scotia, amazing trip, and we just got back last night, like at midnight, and the minute I crossed over into American territory, my phone lit up with text messages, I need a backpack, I need I need this, I need this. I'm like, oh, Margo's doing the same. She's like, I need new glasses. I don't know I what contacts. my schedule is. I haven't gotten my schedule yet, and yeah. I don't know what my school supplies are. And Will my friends be in my class? Like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, and know. now we only have a few days left. I'm not ready. So this is an awesome time to start talking about what we're here to talk Maybe about. Maybe it's better to take them out of school while it's school rather than before it's school so you can right? be ready. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to discuss it mm-hmm. all with your input right now with some trip talk. Wait, late breaking updates. Grace just gave me a new list of things she needs to do. <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop, Grace. I'm on the show. Don't text me anymore. I'm not buying you pretzels. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. I have some in my bag from the plane. Oh, there oh, you go. You're ready. Check that off my list. <laughs> All righty. So, huh. do you take the kids out of school or not? We I, went to Facebook for this again. We did. And an amazing, you're either one way or the other. There's very few people in the, in the middle there. And it just threw me because I, okay, before we moved to Orlando, we would always travel in the summer. There were a few times that we did come down um, to visit Uncle Pete that were um, during school. And I was okay with it then. The kids were all younger. So I don't know. You want to, how do we want to start this? You want to bring in? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we can. I guess I'll say, um, from my personal experience, I homeschooled my kids for seven years. So um, because of that, I mean, we took That's them out. That's a whole other area. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we took them out in the middle of the school year, and it didn't affect school anything. School goes with you. Yeah. I or I just with my teacher. Yeah, or I just, you know, put it off for a week, and then we pick up our lessons when we, right. you know, get back. I'm the teacher, so I'm... Wow. I was cool with it. Then we, mo- we moved to Florida, and I stopped homeschooling mm-hmm. in 2010. We still took them out of school, um, but it was much more difficult trying to coordinate everything with the teachers get permission school policies here are a little bit strict about it so i had to do a little bit of dancing around the topic this year with margo being a freshman and miller being in seventh grade and ellie being in fourth grade this year was the first year that we didn't take them out of school for vacation and we did uh we did the vacation thing over the summer we like you said depends on the school when we lived in georgia they were all about, um, okay, just write a journal about your trip or your report, you know, mm-hmm. and here's your homework. Do it when you get back or do it while you're there. Florida, boy, you, if you're out so many days, they you come get, after you. They come after you. They mm-hmm. do. And whatever, was it the last cruise Grace went on or the one before? She was emailing her teachers every day, I'm still not feeling well. I won't be back. <laughs> and then I, I thought she'd cleared it with them, you know. <laughs> Little did I find out when she came back with a tan, then they questioned her. <laughs> Gotta love me. But some grace. kids can get away with that, you know? I that's nothing yeah. I could ever get away with. You know, and um when I was growing up, my dad would take me out of school every once in a while to go on a trip. We would go to Virginia or North Carolina. My yeah. grandparents had a place in North Carolina. And um I would have to make arrangements with my teachers oh, yeah. and take my schoolwork with me and get it done. Let me tell you, it was hard. You know, as a kid 
trying to do homework while you're on vacation. That was not you easy. You don't want to. No, it was not easy to do. Plus, I was I was the kind of kid where I kind of like, I mean, I was a good student. I was a straight A student, but I needed help in certain subjects, math being one of them, and being away from school and not being able to get that help and trying yeah. to pick up on the lessons on my own without the teacher's instruction. It was it was difficult. I think that's what we found in a lot of people's our listeners' responses were some people it depends on the child too. Mm-hmm. If your child can can carry that load when they come back and deal with all of that or it you know, takes and a I bit have of recovery. Different childs of Stella is not does not do it do that well. Yeah. I mean she takes the work with her but it's the day we got back the night before she goes back to school. We're working to get this done. It's tricky. What about you, Dustin? Did you ever take off of school in order to go on vacation? I only ever did that once, and I was eight years old, so I don't know what you're in, like second grade or something like that. Um, That was the only time my parents ever did that. Otherwise, we always went in the summer. We always went on vacation in the summer. Um, I don't know to – I'd have to ask them about it because I don't know if that was, like, nightmarish or or what. I I think in second grade, the only thing you're really missing out on is, like – Spelling. Spelling and stuff like that. So it's Milk not like time, you know? Yeah, not Milk hard to break. catch back up. Um, <laughs> so my personal experience has always, as a kid and with a family, has always been traveling in the summer. the summer. But that doesn't mean I necessarily have a thing against or for right. taking your kids out. And that's what I'm hoping we can discuss today. I am not a parent. You guys are. Um, so I will offer what I can in this conversation. <laughs> Take him out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. My personal experience has always been to uh, travel in the summer. We, as a child, way back in the Stone Age, that's the way we did it. Mm-hmm. You know, We would only go in the summer. Very rarely um, would we go in the winter or yeah. during school. I don't even ever remember it happening, ever. Like I said, with my kids, we did it several times for different reasons. Um, but there was a lot of – there's enough school breaks. But then when there's school breaks, the price – on travel goes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a lot of factors to there consider. Is. I, with with me it was this this difficulty thing. Um, you know, my parents were divorced, so um, I was split between who I go, where, when, when and all that. And like I said, my dad would sometimes take me out of school in order for these trips, but it wasn't so often because my mother was a school teacher. And so education was of, like, the utmost importance. It was very difficult to get her to agree to allow me to to miss. But um, some of you guys out there had some interesting points, and we wanted to bring those comments into the discussion as well. Did you want to start us off? I'll start with Corey Martin commented on our thread. Oh, he's just happy to be here. (laughs) He's just happy to be here, Corey. And here's what Corey says. How many people put perfect attendance on their job resume? I remember the time spent with my family more than those missed days of school. And I'm not even sure they pulled me out of school for vacation during those times. Just make sure it's not during the important time of the school year and don't go crazy with it. I also think it depends on grade level and in-school performance. If my child was doing terrible, I would not reward them with a vacation. If my child was doing terrible, I'd just leave them at home and take the rest of the kids. <laughs> Remind me to tell you my perfect attendance story. when. Oh, oh I can't that. wait. I, I can't wait. But he's right. You know, it. some people... Do strive for that perfect attendance. You want to hear something funny? Oh, it was funny? you, wasn't it? It was you. You were the perfect attendance child? No. 
my son wants to be. He gets mad at me when I'm like... Oh, he I'm gets like, a piece of paper, honey. He wants... That's all you get. It's so funny. I will literally have arguments with Miller over, I want to take you out of school for this day so that we can do such and such. If you do that, then I will not have perfect attendance. I'm like, Miller... But he cares about perfect attendance. He wants perfect attendance. Wow. My son. My son doesn't want to miss school because he wants to have perfect attendance. I need to he needs to come hang at my house for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but but Corey I, I agree with Corey. That's <coughs> Yeah, you don't put that on a job resume. Perfect you attendance. Don't. It's not and you're, that's you not know, what's important. Yes, in the big I do save those papers when they I don't think any of my children ever had perfect attendance. But I don't know. It's just I guess it's it's an accomplishment. I can personally sure. understand the that was you? desire to have perfect attendance. When I was in, I believe it was fifth grade, I they were giving out awards for everybody who had like the best grades, you know, and this was cumulative from the time you were in kindergarten wow. up to fifth grade. This was your whole elementary career. career. And, and I swore that I had perfect attendance going into that award. I got all dressed up and everything. Oh, you're going to make me cry. You didn't get and, the award, did you? And I was like boasting to my friends, I'm going to be the only person here that had perfect attendance for six years. And when we got to the award ceremony, <laughs> I, I didn't get the award. And um, apparently the reason was I had been pulled out of school for whatever reason to get like a, a normal, like, um, doctor's checkup, yeah, like and I got missed appointment yeah or something. something like that. And this was like in third grade or something. And I had an actual doctor's note, but it didn't count, and I had forgotten about it, and oh I didn't know gosh. that. It, so so uh, my uh, a friend of my mom <laughs> thought this was hilarious, <laughs> and after we had our little. You know, it was summer and we were seeing all my friends. She came up and gave me a little ribbon that she had wrote perfect attendance on. And she still makes fun of me to this day. Oh, about wow. That. Did you cry? Um, oh, he was a fifth grade boy. I don't know. Cry. I don't know. I don't remember. He's probably punching people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But that is, they make such a big deal of it at the end of the school year. Okay, for one thing, talking about the end of the school year when you get all the awards and they give every child gets an award for something, which I think is wrong. Unless they, unless they really achieved you know, right something right best smile every other Wednesday. I mean, <laughs> I'm so, I don't know. I'm sorry, but some years that would be the only thing my child got would be that best smile on every other Wednesday. <laughs> Max, I love you, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. But yeah, perfect attendance. Wow, well, I never that's had one it. Factor, you know, if it's important, then obviously you yeah. can't take off for vacation. But Corey's right. Yeah. You, that's, you can't put that on your job resume. No, no. Maybe no. it was that vacation I took in second grade. That that, guy, that might have been it. <laughs> took you out for one day. Yeah, I think his idea is just you know keep it all in perspective. People. Right, right, right. Uh, family memories are more important than perfect attendance records because what do you actually get out of that anyway? Here's the deal. You're in school and and I'm saying this and I don't know if I'm arguing for or against any of this, but I will will say that keep in mind, in a normal you know, American school system you're in school for 13 years and I don't know how many days that adds up to but when you think about are a couple days taken away from that is that really going to add 
to like the detriment of your child in terms of their entire process. Well, some children some people, it could. Some people it, would argue that it would. Yeah. Scott Pontiques is one of them. Pontiques. Pontiques. Yes. Sorry, Scott. That's Texas, Scott. That's Scott, right? it's Scotty P. Scotty P. Hi, Scotty Make P. Some awesome hamburgers. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Well, what he has to say <laughs> is that he thinks it's fine for elementary age children to be taken out of school. Um, but even then, not at the end of the year, because he thinks it's important for them to make sure that they're mm. around for tests and their parties and their ceremonies that they have, because that's an important part of the uh, school experience. That certainly makes sense. Nothing worse than telling a child they can't go to school on party day. Watch <laughs> them melt down. But we won a pizza party. party. That's right. We it's earned the only it. Day it's I so like. funny, but that really—you could seriously be like, "But I'm going to take you to Disney World." But Doesn't I want to go to my pizza party. That's right. It can, you know, these are things you got to take. It's into important. Um, Daniel Pencute, kind of along the same ways. I'll take them out of school at any age, at any time. The only time I probably wouldn't is the end of the year if they would miss an exam. I would never go to Disney during the summer. Or when the kids are out of school, I refuse to fight the heat and crowds. So that's, you know, these are valid points as well. I mean, two sides of the issue, but all kinds of factors. If you're taking a vacation when uh, kids are out of school, especially when it comes to theme parks, and especially when it comes to theme parks in Florida, you are going to be enduring heat and crowds that you and and an expense because right. prices prices go, are going to go up. Yeah, yeah, prices are you know gas and everything else it all goes up in the summer mm-hmm. so um you know these are things that you need to consider and not well. just not just the summer i mean you talk about any of the, the holidays oh, that break, you know yeah. schools celebrate any of those holidays or vacation times that they have whether there's heat or not it's going to be super crowded especially in places like disney world or yeah. the beach or wherever you're going it's gonna be more crowded yeah. and that's what the people who argue that they would like to take their kids out of school. That's one of the main reasons, I'm sure. That Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well we it was a factor for us. I mean, we were homeschooling, but one of the reasons why we did it, you know, rather than just finish our school year, was, you know, you get hit with the cost in accommodations and it's gas. Horrible. And, you know, the weather's not as agreeable as it is in May. You know? Yeah. When we lived in Coweta County in Georgia, they had one week, some random week in February where we got an extra week off. And that was always the week that, you know, the kids would go do something, whether it be, I think, like church skiing trips or families would go to Disney or wherever. That they, We would pick that week instead of the summer because it was less expensive. Yeah. And not crowded. Not crowded, yeah. And not so blistering hot. Yep. Um, Nikki Birch says that, she takes her kids out of school as well at all ages and grades, just not uh, the last few weeks of a grading period. So not just the last week of school, but the last week of a grading period. And this is, um, I thought she made a good point here. The reason is, is because when the kids have to make up work, they still need to have enough time to be able to make it up. Right. And if you're cutting it too close to the end of that grading period, they may not get it in time, and then that does affect their grades. I've what? almost forgotten about like the the six weeks and the the report cards yeah. and all that. It's yeah. been so long. Yeah, that happens a few times a year. Four you gotta, times a year. Yeah, uh, you got to think about all that stuff. But some people don't. Some people are okay with letting the chips fall where they are. And you know, I mean, I don't know. Jenny Buchanan, as a teacher, I say, heck no. 
but I know there are quite a few folks who disagree. The, con- the county I work in only allows so many days absent, mm-hmm. so it would be a big issue if your kid gets sick or something comes up later on in the year. Now, this is true. If you, get a, mm-hmm. if you have a child who's out a lot for illness, like last year, Stella was out the entire year. She was out 10 days. Okay, wow. That's a lot. That yeah, is? That is a lot. And I think 12 was the is the max for What happens? They have to repeat the Orange grade? Orange County. Or make no, it up in summer just, school? No, they just... Well, one, they want to make sure that your child is actually out. And I always send a note, whether it be a doctor's excuse or my own personal handwritten. Stella was feeling poorly today, so she stayed home, you know. But I don't send a sick child to school. No. no you don't and I don't it. like the people. The people that do usually end up pissing me off because they're past they're, that. Whatever the illness is, if that child is truly sick and it, they can pass it on to someone, sure. it never goes away. Right. So, but no, we got a letter from the school saying, hey, we're, you're almost maxed out here. If you, we see that Stella has been out 10 days, do your records agree with our records? And I'm going, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, because I put it on the calendar, I know. Sure. But she had a rough year last year, a lot of, uh, lot of sickness. And I'm not sending a child with a fever to school. In that case, I don't know if I would, if we'd had a trip planned, if we would have taken the trip on top of that, I don't know if the authorities would come and take me away. I don't know what the... I've never reached that maximum. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. I would be too scared. Yeah. I, I think they just say you need to like make up the days. I don't think they would take your child away from you, right? No, the, 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 the sheriff visits the, the house. The truancy officer. Huh? The truancy officer comes to the house. Gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> They're I'm, serious. I never had this problem. Oh, well, of course you didn't. Because you had perfect attendance. Well, no, no. He thought he had <laughs> I have the ribbon. <laughs> yes. It's not real, though. It's not legit. Okay. So, but I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, if you're, if you're planning a vacation, would you keep sending your child no matter what just so you can get to that vacation? You know? Like if, if we yeah. had a big trip if you planned had in the spring planned. and we paid for it and Stella was sick and I knew I had a 12-day limit and I knew five or seven of those days were going to be needed for our vacation. No, you what, can't send a sick child. Power her. Go on. Power no. through it. Power. That's usually what I say. Power through it. You, well, it. I mean, there's maybe make a, it to two o'clock. There's maybe a difference between a headache that they can get over and then a fever or a sore throat. Right. Um, there are certain things you. Just I mean, I can know, tell when a child's faking it. You can't because I was the queen of faking truly it. Truly I mean, sick I could, child to school. I could work, make a fever when I was a kid. Boy, it was. <laughs> I learned how to do it too from ET, watching ET. Yeah, well, I, I never did that. ET. I could just—I have the ribbon. Yeah, shut <laughs> up, shut up, <laughs> Mr. West. He has the ribbon. All right, he didn't though. Amanda Shackelford told us we love vacationing in the off season, and in the grand scheme of things, a week of missed school will not hurt them. I doubt in ten years that I'll be saying, "I wish I hadn't put them out." pulled them out of school. If anything, I'll be wishing we had done it more. I have done a complete 180 on my thoughts on this from a few years ago, but as the kids are growing up and family time is getting harder to come by, I could care less what anyone says. I'm taking them out, and we are going to make memories. Wow. Well, she is one that swung from one yeah. End of the pendulum to the other. Well, you, the time, the clock is ticking, JL. And you feel it as they you, get older. You do. I'm starting to really feel it now. Marcus, Please, wait till they start moving and a half. out. And you never see him, Max. You know, I he think. He never calls, Max. I, I may only have, like, three more vacations out of Margo because she's 15 okay. and a half. Okay, so Grace is 20. 
I, I'm still getting vacations out of her. Okay. Yeah. But Margot is of Stella's mentality. More that Margo's. laid back. I don't think I can get another one out of Stella. <laughs> She's only 13. <laughs> Stella's done, but Grace will continue to vacation with family until she's 50. <laughs> and I'm driving the rental van, and she's sitting in the back listening to her music. Yeah, well, I mean, but you do. You do start to feel that. Even if, even if they're still vacationing, you're still kind of like, but they're this age. Yeah. You know, when they're still sort of your yep. your baby. And here's here's what I'm not going to cry. I promise. Yes. You okay. Are. <laughs> here's the dealio. You're going to Disney, or you're going to wherever you're going with your child, right? And that's the only time that you have with that child, right? Mm-hmm. Next year is going to be something totally different. It might not be a vacation. The child's going to be different as they grow up. So you have to enjoy each and every. She's in the fifth grade. Enjoy each and every moment. Because here comes the tear. <laughs> because it's you know they grow up and then they become Dustin and they all the, all they've got is the fake award, the, award. <laughs> the placebo award. <laughs> it's not even a real one. <laughs> I just I earned it. <laughs> you did. Poor thing. I'm going to go home and make him a little Please award. Please tell me you still have that placebo. <laughs> I'm sure he it's does. It's got to be somewhere. If I don't have it, my mom's got it somewhere. <laughs> a little fake award. But no, time's ticking. So I, I think I just swayed myself back the other way. Yeah. Because yeah, no, I, and I this coming I, year, I, I said I wasn't that. taking Stella out. Well, we're here, so we could do weekend things. And we're, there's enough things around us. But still, time, you know, if you want to go do something. We're starting off the year like that. Um, I mean... Not on vacation, but it's kind of like a, a staycation. I'm getting ready to take vacation here in a couple of weeks, and Ellie's celebrating her 11th birthday during that yeah. time. And I'm pulling all the kids out of school to wow. go to Typhoon Lagoon, you know, for that day, and our, you know, have our yeah. little we'll know, again, our little staycation. It's right there in the beginning of school, but well, I, November we're planning a little long weekend in in uh, November. Yeah, in Savannah. And Stella's going out of school. The reasons why I'm okay with it is uh, it's the beginning of school. Not that much happens right there in the beginning. But they miss things in the beginning. Friendships, um, friendships, bonding. She's a fifth grader. She's she's stable. She's setting her ways. <laughs> she's setting her ways. She's good. She's good. And she wants to go to Typhoon Lagoon. So we're taking the we're taking the time around there, and I'm I am going to pull them out for the one day, but. You'll yeah. turn 11 once, I guess. I guess. You know, got to celebrate those random This is depressing. Me okay, let's talk about someone else. Okay, um, Rick Killingsworth. Love your last name, Rick. For me, it's 100% depends on their ability to get good grades. Two of my kids did not miss a beat. My third seemed to be behind and can't catch up on the work, so we have adjusted accordingly. I had that same, I had that same issue when the kids were little, and they were all in school. You know, I mean... I didn't leave anybody behind. No child left behind. We all go on vacation together. You're progressive. You were you were Michelle Obama before she was. Right? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't... Uh, you just got to... We could just end it right now by saying it's the parent's decision if you know your child and they could... Yeah, ultimately it does come down to that. Now, Laura Mannion says, I think it depends on the child. Generally, I think it's fine to take out an elementary-aged child for a few days if it's not standardized test time. But if the child is struggling in school or is overly stressed about missing it, I wouldn't do it. 
she also says, and I probably wouldn't do it after fifth grade either, but our school was very strict about vacation absences. No making up work or tests at all. Wow. My guess is that the school has that policy to make it easier on teachers because it is a, uh, a difficulty for teachers when they have to veer off from their lesson plans. They already have so many children that they're trying to, um, you know, stay on top of and it becomes increasingly difficult when everyone's not on the same schedule so to come back and for them to have to catch that one child up and then go back and check all of their papers it's you know it's difficult for them so I'm assuming that's why this school has that um, I think if parents and teachers work together you know because the teacher can't do it all no with any one child yeah you know the parent has to be an active member of the process or you know, absolutely. The child's just gonna, unless the child excels and is perfect in every way, mm-hmm. you got to be a part of it. But I do think that she um, indirectly makes an important point that it's really important that you go to your school far ahead of time and find out what the policies are for your specific mm-hmm. county or wherever you live, because apparently they are different. Um, in different places, and in order to um, be able to stick to with the policies a lot of times preparation needs to be made they need to have so many weeks of notice and that's so that the teacher can prepare for mm-hmm. the absence and and work with you you can't just walk in you know a few days before your school your your trip your vacation and say yeah i'm taking a, i'm taking my kids and we're out of here there nobody can work with you in that way and the child ends up getting penalized in a lot of those right. instances so definitely definitely weeks and weeks and weeks out if not two months out go to your school and figure out exactly what it is you're supposed right. to how you're supposed to work with also this if your child knows um and it's worked in our favor a couple of times if we know we've got a vacation coming up the kids are more apt to stay on task and do exactly what they have to do so there's no lagging behind or no issues when they get back or when vacation time comes. So I think that makes a difference. Uh, Rebecca Eccles, it totally depends on the rules of the school. I always say I know that the rules are and what consequences there may be. Then make your decisions and be willing to accept the consequences. Not all schools let you make up work or tests. This is going to be a huge deal. Um, there was one of our, I can't remember, I don't, I didn't copy down the one, but one of them said the school rule was when you get back, if you, you have to make up the work in four, you don't get the work ahead of time. Like some schools would give you your work to take with you. You don't get it ahead of time, but no matter how long you were gone, when you get back, you have 48 hours to train all that work. And if you don't turn it in, you get an F. Whoa. Well, that would depend on the work that they're expecting you to turn in within 48 hours. And like, you don't get it ahead of time. You can't turn in, like, a research paper. Well, 48 or hours, that's all you got, Joe. Lock the kids in the dungeon, just make I'm them do telling you. all their work. Man. Never come what out a of rule, the house. huh? School systems are hostile sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It's like, because what if you were gone a week? What if you were gone two weeks? You know? And you come back, you have 48 hours, you have 48 hours Dustin. You wouldn't have went anyway, Mr. Blue nope. Ribbon. He's like perfect attendance. I only go during summer days. That, and if I did do that, that knowing myself now, that forty-eight hours would be forty-seven hours spent playing video games. There you go. And one hour. One hour. Really, really cramming. Oh gosh, that is every one of my children. Wait till the last. That's me too, though. I'm sorry. You're they so, get it honestly. You and your children are so perfect, aren't you? 
No, I just told you I'm taking them out of school on September 11th. Yeah, but they didn't miss any school before, right? You passed out the ribbons. No. <laughs> no, we've never had a year of perfect attendance. Miller got mad at me because I made him skip school. Oh, you did, he did go ahead and he I made him I forced skip. my kids to play hooky sometimes. Wow. I think it... I think it's, we just stay home and eat macaroni and cheese for the heck of it because we don't want to take them to school. <laughs> that would be me. I don't want to drive you today. I know. I think it was a couple years ago. We went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party on a Sunday night. And they didn't go to school the next day? I was like, sorry, guys. I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm not doing I'll it. i walk to school, says nope. Miller. Yeah, he was all like, oh, no, you're not. You're staying home. But anyway, so... Deneen Matz has some very strong feelings about this, though. She says, We do not, nor have we ever. Our feeling is that school school comes first. It comes with preset holidays, and no free days are given. Therefore, we work with that schedule. It shows the kind of respect we want them to have for their education. Again, this is just our opinion. We make no judgment on others who choose differently. Wow, this that's is, a strong opinion. This is my mother. And you know what? <laughs> is, She's, they're going to grow up to be you know, law-abiding citizens. Uh-huh. Right? Sure. Well, With re- I don't what? know. Oh, I my turned God. Out, my kids I turned gonna... out the way that I did, and I make my kids play hooky. But um, that was my mom. You know, education is king, and you don't mess with it uh, unless there's, like, some kind of really dire circumstances. Yeah. But... Um, it's, you know, some people do feel very strongly. I agree with the idea that, you know, children need to be taught to have a respect for the school system. Do you ever play and, hooky? Yes. Um, I, do, I do believe that we need to have, you know, respect for our education that needs to be taught as, you know, something that is important and of priority. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As well as have respect for the teachers. Oh, definitely. Because, like I said, they they do get inconvenienced when kids are taken out of school because it kind of throws a bit of a monkey wrench, you know, in their in their system. But um, at the same time, when we're talking about education being important, a lot of times education can be found on the vacation, and that takes us to somewhere. I'm trying to find it. There was somebody else who made that point here. Did you have a comment like that where they talked about doing educational things? Karen Ripley, she says, Luckily, my son is a good student, and it never seems to hurt his grades. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't continue doing doing so, taking her son Mm -hmm. on vacation during school year. She also says, We also include something educational in our trip, like the YES program at Disney. Oh, we've done that. Boo. <laughs> if I was a kid, I would hate that. Really? <laughs> I you make it educational? I understand why parents are doing it. I, I'm not saying boo to the idea. I'm saying I'm putting my myself in the kid's shoes. Boo, yeah. that sucks. We did that. We took Stella out for the girls out for a cruise one time, and Stella was supposed to journal about her day-to-day activities <laughs> and what she, what she learned each day. Oh, boy. Okay. Can we read it? No. <laughs> day three, Mommy holds her liquor well. <laughs> You know, I mean, don't, you can't take that back to school. I'm sorry. It was educational, right? <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. The sea is blue. You know, I mean, I, it was, she was like second grade. I don't know. But it was crazy. Well, We but tried. I, but I think there is a point to be made here. And it's, 
it's something that a lot of, it's a philosophy that a lot of homeschoolers have, honestly. Right. And that is that life is education. Paula Siller says, I don't have kids, but our parents did this regularly with us. Every two years, approximately, we would visit our family for two to three weeks in the UK. My dad couldn't get off of work for the school holidays, so we had to go in term time. That's another thing to consider, the parents' work schedule. Sometimes that's not always flexible. Um, She says, if we didn't, we would never have known our U.K. grandparents or any of my mother's family. I learned more life skills, history, culture, and more on these trips than anything I could have done in school. I think travel is the best thing you can do with your kids. It should be compulsory, particularly overseas travel if you can afford it. She is a traveler, too. Paula, she is like the queen of the travel, isn't she? Yeah. All over the She's world. Awesome. I love her little travel picture. It's a valid point. It is a very valid point. I think life skills and, and learning about other cultures, it's right up there. Mm-hmm. Unless if you just stay in your little ball. I mean, and this is, you know, I'm not like uh, Danine said, was that her name? I think it's Danine. You know, I'm not knocking anybody else's choices. But if you can get out there and you can take your kids out and experience the world. A lot of times it just drives it home more. So, for example, I mean, I was a very good student. Good grades, you know, all throughout. Keep rubbing that in. Go ahead. But, well, I'm just trying to make the point that, like, I wasn't... I wasn't goofing off when I was in school. I took my studies seriously. But at the same time, the Gettysburg Address... I barely had a concept of what it was. It was something that happened in history. You know, a president said it had to do with the Civil War. But I didn't really kind of get it mm-hmm. until I actually visited Pennsylvania right where the Gettysburg address was Living delivered history. on it and it's then it right was like there. oh it's like anything oh I, things like the Titanic when we yeah, talked about we just, just went saying. to the Titanic yeah. you know I, I understood that story I knew what had happened but I absorbed that and on a whole yeah. new and level. And it inspired you to learn more about it. To exactly. I went home and looked up stuff yeah. on the internet about the chick who that was supposed to be the die. When um, we were in Nova Scotia, we went to the Titanic graveyard where the 123, 131, whatever, um, bodies were buried. And some of them had names, some different. But the person that I was on our little Titanic show, she was from Halifax. And she went back and lived there. There's a street named after her. And her, she's actually the only tar- Titanic survivor that's buried in Halifax. Oh, wow. So How we were cool doing even more research and even learning even more, which I'm now making, my, you know, I'm telling my kids and I'm, you know. Exactly. How exciting is it? Not, it's just, it brings history alive. Absolutely. So history and all of that, is, I think you can learn on travel. And can I, I just want to make a, a point on that note. When I think I, I don't, I don't know how the school systems are now. Um, when I was a kid, and where I grew up, our history books didn't give you the full picture of everything oh, no. that happened in history. No. And I know that from my travels, both domestically and globally, it has inspired me to learn more things from their perspectives. Right. And and. Because I can, I can take a look at U.S. history, and I can think about every decade, every year, and I can probably note something that happened because right. it's very every, – everything else is kind of a blur. Yeah. But now every place I go to inspires me to learn more about their individual yeah. history, maybe how did they earn their independence from a different country right. or all kinds of and things And how like it affects that. our life and the way we are and the yeah. whole – 
it's just history alone in itself is a reason to travel. Mm-hmm. During school, out of school, I don't care. Travel. History, geography. Yeah. Because uh, when I was a kid, we, like I said, we didn't travel. We went to Chicago or St. Louis. That's all we ever did. It was always in the summer. Yeah, different cultures. I mean, so. Mm, geography. Remind me to tell you uh, my geography story. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so, you know, Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica was too? the way that I traveled. Right before internet and yes. the global, you know, it was. We had our we had our encyclopedia. We did. My parents home. still have it, and it's and I actually I looked at it when I was back this summer, and of course it's outdated. Right. But you know, it's awesome to go back and look at what pages are worn and dog-eared because I looked at them a lot. You know, it's it's just bizarre. But anyway, now take the kids out of school. Here's, here's my geography story. Okay, tell us just really briefly. So I was in geography class in eighth grade, and. There was, it was one of those things where you have a question, raise your hand if you know the answer. And I was like, what are the different countries that make up the United Kingdom? And I raised my hand. Oh, you I got do. This. You got, I got this one, this. yeah. So I was like, all right, it's Northern Ireland, it's Wales, it's Scotland, and it's England. And uh, she's like, no, that is not correct. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> He's, he missed the award again. Yeah. Chuggery award. I, I'm pretty sure I just looked it up in the book. Yeah. And I don't know why this particular teacher decided to be very, <laughs> like, stubborn. Right. She didn't think that Northern Ireland was a part of it for whatever uh. reason. This was my teacher. <laughs> right? She made me cry because I was so, like. You were right. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. I'll bring you a ribbon later today. I need a geography ribbon. <laughs> Make sure it's really. green. Make him a little geography. I ribbon. will. You'll get. You'll get your placebo geography. Good. <laughs> Good story, Dustin. Thanks. We're just oh. piecing his whole life together here. <laughs> Sometimes cry. we'll 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 know what he's all about. It's just all right. What else we got? Oh, um, oh I'm gonna goodness. do one. Okay. Stacy Smith Wood. Who is a travel agent with Dreams Unlimited Travel? Just, mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't read all a hundred plus comments because at this point we had over a hundred comments. But as a former teacher, this is a huge PETA, which I just learned the other day what PETA meant. Okay, I don't lot- know what that means. Pain in the blank. Oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're and now we're learning a little bit now about jail. Well. Lots of extra work for the teacher and ultimately for the child, too. I get that family time is precious, but there are plenty of opportunities to schedule vacations that work with the school schedule, too. Yes, they can gain all kinds of knowledge and experiences, but they're also required to learn the curriculum and do the work, just like the students that wait to take vacation. Whoa, that's a hard line. That is a hard line, you know? you got to wait to take your vacation or maybe never get, maybe little Jimmy Joe never gets a vacation, you know? He's got to stick to that perfect He's got to stick to that curriculum. Just wait till you're an adult and you'll get there. Get that ribbon. Get that ribbon. Tammy Cermak set, shared um, something that happens with her son, and it's... Chris? It's, what yes, happened? Also an it, agent. Also a travel agent with dreams. <laughs> and it, and it, this, this would be my Miller as well. We took Chris out of school for cruises until he reached seventh grade. After that time, he didn't want to miss school. Actually banned. He didn't want to miss banned for our cruise. He took schoolwork along and did some each day when they did pull him out. Most of the times he was able to tie in our cruises with subjects that were that they were studying in school. But the thing that stood out to me is, um, you know, we've talked about miss, not missing school for the curriculums. But sometimes you can't miss school for the extracurricular yeah, activities either. You know, those, uh, the coaches yep, and you're on the, the team or the squad or whatever. Kick you off the team. You know, yeah. yeah, you can't. You're on you the cannot bench, West. Yeah. You know, you join the color guard. You, you live, have to be there for those few weeks to learn the routine out to go out crying? on the field. You were always on the bench. <laughs> I was right? on the bench. <laughs> I know you were. On the soccer team I was, yeah. 
It was bad. You were the water boy. But we had a Korean kid who came in <laughs> specifically to play soccer at our school. What? He was Did a, they recruit him? No, he was like a foreign exchange kid. Uh, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> and Dustin Korean took the bench. We had one Remind board. me to tell you my soccer story. Okay. After. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Extracurricular activities. I just opened a can of worms. Man. But again, that would be that would be like my Miller. He would be like, yeah. but we've got the spring concert and I have the trumpet solo. No, this, or, we've had this too. Grace was always into drama and we could not go anywhere during playtime. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever. Rehearsals the spring play, right? Because she was always the, you know. I'll tell you. Always it, there. Uh, I was I was in marching band in high school and oh what'd you play I played alto sax I did too oh wow, wow. <laughs> and uh, were you in marching band or something yes. cool cool so there was I no, never really played but go ahead <laughs> no way I mean I never traveled during that but there's no way I could have missed no. a single day no. of rehearsal no. for that well the difference all. the difference there is when it comes to your academics. That just affects you. That's your individual thing. That's your grade. It doesn't affect other people. When you're involved in extracurricular activities, that's usually a team right. thing. And people yeah. are depending on you to be there, and they're depending on you to pull your weight. So that becomes a whole different other story, and it is something that, that needs to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that was brought up, the extracurricular activities. Yeah, we. I mean, we had some really good input from everybody. Did you have any more that you were going to Let's share? see. Um... There was one. I can't remember which one it was. I don't know. Do you have another one? Uh, Yvonne Mick says that, oh, she, just for- at that one. she forgot to mention that they have to fill out an educational trip form before going to the school, going for the school's approval. And she has to write down why it's educational. And um, but she doesn't have a problem with that. She says she can find you know the education element in any trip that they take. They they take. But this is where it goes back to the school policies. Here's the school saying, all right, if you're going to take them on vacation, it has to be educational, and you need to tell us how it is. What are you going to learn? I kind of have a problem with that. Do you? Yeah. I do have an well, issue with that. I know I do. I, you I don't read feel like Stella's the, journal. I don't feel like this. <laughs> I got issues. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like the school system should be dictating whether uh, the parent can or cannot do what they want with the child. Ultimately, I it's feel very child. strongly about right. parental rights above all. But um, but yeah, it does. It goes back to you know I, whether the school has the right to do that or not. You have to keep in mind that you need to do what's in the best interest of your child, and cooperating with the school is what's in the best interest of your child, I, if at all possible. You just mentioned something there. You said parental rights. And whenever this topic comes up, that's a thing to remember in this whole discussion, is that ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not the school's decision. Right. It is the parent's decision. And whenever this, quote-unquote, debate comes up, it's always about parents disagreeing with other parents um, about how they treat their children's education right. or how they quote unquote raise their kids and things like that. And, you know, the school systems can only do so much in terms of leniency or restrictions. Um, at the end of the day, if you want your kid to go through that system of schooling successfully, you do have to follow their rules, but you are also a human being that is raising a child, and at the end of the day, they answer to you, not the system. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I actually feel like that's a really awesome way to wrap yeah. up the whole 
What's that show? about? You're not even a parent. <laughs> and really never running any awards. Hey, but he has perfect attendance. I'm sorry, okay. Dustin. I have the ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ribbon. All right. He needs a sash to put his ribbon on. <laughs> Mr. Perfect Attendance. We need to actually, we need, we need Said to. Said no one ever. He needs to progress from the ribbon. We need to give you a crown. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you guys for joining us in this discussion about you know, this very touchy, controversial subject. Yeah, it could go on forever, though, because yeah. you're always going to have. It's good, but I think that's cool. We'd like love to see discussion. your comments if you leave them below on uh, YouTube if you're watching there and yeah. tell us what your opinions are as far as taking kids out of school. And uh, with that, we'll see you next week. Trip out.